Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. My name is Quincy, and this has been my show. Well, uh, you know, the show started seven years ago today, February 20th, 2011. Uh, You know, I was a blogger looking to do a little more. Being a talk show host was something on my bucket list, and I said, hey, here's an opportunity for me to scratch that off the list. Went on the air, you know, signed up with Blog Talk Radio, went on the air for 15 minutes, Rambled on about uh, relationships, I believe. And, you know, no one called in, which was cool. And I did my thing. Well, a few of my blog readers heard the show and they were like, hey, uh, it was looked like it was kind of cool. I want to be a guest on your show. Have us on. So I had a second episode and it was nuts. Two crazy people. We had a lot of fun and it just took off from there. And now here it is, the very last one, seven years later, number 765. And, um, you know, of course, I'll probably get into um, more things about the past seven years um, over the course of tonight's show. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of what the show became and how it evolved. I mean, it just seemed like it took a new turn every, every season. And, I mean, sometimes some of my callers changed up. Some of the show legends fell off. Um, I always had my staple, you know, who were always there. But things just kind of changed, but we just kind of kept going. And just over time, it just started to be – it started to become work for me because this was always a hobby. And I used to put in a lot of hours, a lot more hours than I do now. And it was a lot more fun. I had that fire in me, but over time – you know, the feedback kind of dropped off. The listeners kind of started to decline. 
And even though I thought the content in the show itself got better, I just wasn't getting the feedback to kind of keep the fire going. So there were times before that I thought about giving it up after four years. Uh, thought about giving it up after like when I was approaching year six, um, year, no, about year five, and then year six. And, you know, I run, run some things by some people. They give me their opinions. And, um, you know, my late wife kept me on the air when I wanted to quit at one time, um, talked to show legend Crystal. She kept me on the air. Buck always kept me motivated. So Eminem. So I kind of kept going. And but now I've just reached a point to where um, I'm just ready for the next chapter and whatever that may be, you know, maybe podcasting or something of that nature. Get back to my blogging. Uh, but. In the meantime, we're going to go ahead. We're going to do this show. We're going to have a great time, and we're going to kind of give a, a final send-off in T2Q style. So for the last time, for those of you who have never listened before, let me explain how this show works. This show is a platform for you, the callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers. All of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, Simply hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. All right. T2Q will go ahead and kick off for the finale, and we'll go ahead and get this thing started. So let me go ahead and do what we do and go to the phone lines. To the 850 area code, the Emerald Coast line of Pensacola, Florida, I want to welcome all the man in black making his way to the ring, the homie Buck. Buck, what's going on, bro? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening for one more time live? What's up? What's going on, man? All right, man. Glad to have you on. 
Let me go to the Motor City of Detroit. To welcome on the author, the hostess, the show legend, Miss Chris was that? Thank you. How are you? I am so sad. Uh, it's all good. It's I mean, all good. I'll share why I'm sad, but I'm, you know, I don't know. I just, I'm emotional. <laughs> okay, hey, I'm well, you know. <laughs> hey, grab a drink, Crystal. You know, calm your nerves. Do it, do it that way. All right. Already done. To the seven area code, I go. To the Garden State of New Jersey to welcome on the show enforcement, my man Ray. Ray, what's going on, bro? Hey, what's up, Q, Buck, Crystal? How y'all doing tonight? What's up, Ray? Doing well. Hey, Ray. One more, one more again. Yep. Yeah. All right. And let's see. I have another calling in the 501 area code. What's going on? Hey, guys. Hey, Ray. Hey, What's Crystal. Up? Hey, me. Hey. How are hey. you? Snooky, it's good to hear you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and let's see. Let me have another caller calling in from the 865 area code, the Volunteer State of Tennessee. Welcome on Tennessee Rich. What's up, bro? Hey, what's going on, Q? What's up? All right, man. Glad to have you on. And up, uh, Daddy? to the other hey, callers hey, hey. who are holding, if you want to chime in, press one on your dial pad. And you can jump in and join the fun. So, all right. Um, I do actually have like some topics, so we can get into that. Three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number on the Talk to Q Radio show. No experts, just opinions. And so it'll be more than just um, a, a celebration or a send off, so to speak. You know, we'll talk about some things. The first thing I want to talk about is a news story I came across from the state of Washington. And um, according to what I heard, Oregon and California already have similar laws. But in the state of Washington, they want to pass a law to where you essentially have a third option on a birth certificate to where you can essentially just leave it blank. And so gender X, so to speak. And that allows you, I guess, at a later time to make a selection for, you know, how the child identifies or something, I guess is the reason. Um, that's kind of my understanding. So uh, let me start on with, with you, Crystal, and ask you, I mean, how do you feel about, you know, should you be able to defer choosing the gender of your child until he or she starts to identify as a particular gender? Okay, absolutely not. Um, I, I personally don't believe in that. Um, I am I'm very spiritual, but I'm also quite a bit of a scientist. So if you're female born, you know, um, with your XX chromosomes, then that's who you are. 
sorry. I mean, you can change whatever you want, like changing your name. You can change your name later or whatever. But biologically, whatever you were born with is who you are. And later on, you can change that. But, you know, however the laws persist. But, no, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with this. I mean, what parent would look at their, let's say they have a, a boy, Look at their boy with his penis and his XY chromosomes and say, oh, I don't know what he is. He could be anything. No, he's a boy. Okay? Um, he's a boy. If he's a, a girl, you know, then if she's a girl, then she's a girl. And and to me, later on, it kind of goes with the fact that no matter how much you want to change from a boy to a girl, you will never have children. I mean, you, you're just not equipped to have children. Even women who are born not able to bear children on their own can still, they have a womb. They have it set up in their body to bear children, even if it's harder for them. So, no, I don't agree with that. Not at all. Okay. And so... I, I mean, Buck, what do you think, man? A third option? Should that be something a parent has a right to do? Man, I think we got enough I think we have enough confusion as it is. We need to get back to basics. The last thing we need to be doing is creating, you know, a blank on a birth certificate for the child to identify later on down the line. Um, you know, I kind of I'm gonna have to side with Crystal on this one. You know, you're a boy or boy, girl or girl. That's how it's, you know that's how it is. You know, it's all right to accept other people. You know, whatever they change to down the road, okay. But if you're born a certain way, that's what you, that's what you're going to be identified as until you make that change, okay. And you know, if they want to do something, if you want to change it down the line, you go ahead and you know go ahead and fill it. Have the parents fill it out the way it is now. You can change it later. If that's what you want to do. But leaving it blank from the giddy up, I'm not. You know, that's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous if you change yourself later on down the line. If you if you ask me personally, but you know, to each their own. But no, they don't need to start this you know gender X crap. Okay. Okay. Let me go back to the phone lines and uh, bring on a blast from the past from the 770 area code, the Peach State of Georgia. And welcome on Miss Erica Beckwith to the Talk to Q Radio Show. Erica, what's going on? Hey, Erica. Wakanda, Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? Hey. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? I'm giving you the Wakanda salute over over the phone right now. You got it over here too, brother. <laughs> so so glad to have you on. I don't I don't know if you wanted to comment on the topic. If you just wanted to just say something about the finale, I mean, totally up to you. Erica. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I got you. Pulling the buck okay. On. Okay. The whole uh, the whole gender conversation is just it's very intriguing. Um, 
it's also very confusing because I was born a female. I identify as a female. I don't know how it feels to identify as something else. I'm raising, you know, sons and daughters who were born sons and daughters who have the genitalia of a male and female who identify genitalia that they were born with. Um, so to leave the birth certificate or the gender on the birth certificate open, I don't know how I feel about that. However, I will say this. I do know parents that are about my age who have children who do identify as the opposite sex that they were born as, and it's, it's very gray. How can I tell them that they're wrong for feeling the way that they feel? I can't. I don't understand it. Um, but I can't say that it's wrong. So I, I don't know. I'm a bit question mark, um, simply because that's not my truth. So I don't know. It's a little, it's very gray. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, ultimately, you know, we'll, we don't know where it's going to go. How many more states will adopt, states will adopt it if it'll lead to third bathrooms or things of that nature across the country. That remains to be right. seen. But it was a story that kind of piqued my interest. And, um, you know, as far as tonight's show is concerned, of course, you know, I want to have a topic and have something to discuss. But I understand that, you know, some of you have also called in because you want to discuss the show itself. And maybe that should be its own topic. Uh, So, Erica, as far as, you know, the Talk to Q radio show and, you know, at one time you and... Robin had made the most appearances on the show as guests, and so you all have been around for quite some time. So as far as the show is concerned, you have any memories or anything you want to say? Oh, my gosh, memories. Yes, I have. I don't think you have enough hours for the show for us to talk about all the memories and conversations. Um, I will say this. It has been a pleasure to get to know you um, virtually and to become friends. Um, you know, I've enjoyed our conversations. Remember when we used to do the wind down Wednesdays for cocktails and conversations. Um, So just, you know, lots of fun, um, great conversations, uh, whether I was a part of them or I listened to them. Um, I've kept up with your show, um, not only because you're my friend, but because it's a great show. So I hate to see you go. However, I do understand that, you know, there comes a time where you need to make a change or step away for a little while. So you will definitely be missed, but I know that we will keep in touch uh, via social media. And um, I just, I wish you the best. I wish you the best. But it's been great, great conversation with everyone. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And I enjoyed, um, of course, what you all did, you and Robin, with cocktails and conversation. Lord knows I had to get up early Saturday mornings to participate <laughs> because you and Robin That's get Robin up at the fault. crack of dawn. Uh, but it was worth it. What I enjoyed the most is that we did what people should do, and we supported each other. You know, Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, getting up on a Saturday, you know, when you want to sleep, but by the same token, you you know if you can help show your support, then kind of don't mind doing those things. And uh, we always try to help each other out with marketing and things of that nature. And so it, it was definitely a pleasure of 
being your virtual friend, and I know we'll continue to keep in touch. And then look at it this way. You were immortalized on the show because you um, I used your voice as a sample uh, that I play quite often whenever someone makes a reference to something. Some women are down for it. So you have been immortalized. Uh, 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 you have a but. special place in my heart, Q. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, you just, you made my day. You made my day. <laughs> but hey, you know what? You never know what's going to happen in the future. So I've, I've got, I've got some projects up my sleeve that I'll be hitting you up and talking to you about after the show. Okay. I'm all for it. Just let me know. All right. I appreciate that. Erica in the ATL, one half of the Cocktails and Conversations crew. Um, it was always a pleasure having her on. Got some other people holding. Press one when you're ready to chime in. And Crystal, I'll go to you. I, I, I'll let you get some things out. Well, I would say, Q, um, my memories of coming to the show started with Robin. Um, the other half of uh, Robin and Erica and uh, Cocktails and Conversations. I remember me and Robin, we worked together, and she had, we were having a meeting, and she was talking about the show that she did um, with the Cocktails and Conversations, and I just asked her, I was like, so... What, is, what what does that mean? What what do you do? How do you do that? And and she told me and she told me what she did and then she mentioned you and your show. She said, "Hey, there's a you know, there's another guy. He has a show. I really enjoy his show. You should check that out as well as ours, you know, and all that." So that's how I came to be on you know, your show as far as listening. And I remember when I first listened to your to your show, um, I thought it was, you know, it was very interesting. Um, I love Robin and Erica's show, but, you know, they were very positive, which, um, as some of you may or may not know, I'm not that positive. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, these women are so amazing. They're so great. I, I don't need to be in the room with them. I'm not worthy. So I need to leave. So when I came to you guys this show, Oh, your show cute. I was like, hmm, I don't know. I think there's some, it needs to be some, you know, stuff I need to interject. So, and I remember your shows in the beginning when I started in the beginning. Um, you know, me and Ray, man, I swear, those were the, the best times. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, Ray, let me tell you. We hated each other, but it was beautiful, man. It was great. I loved it. it was, we had this back and forth, back and forth, and I couldn't wait to get on and strangle you virtually. And it was it was amazing. And, <laughs> yeah, it makes me want to go back and listen to those shows. I was like, oh, my God, I needed some serious medication. I, was, I needed help at that time. I don't know. But... But as I kept going, uh, me and um, Q, we talked back and forth, and I started my show um, with Dre and all that. And um, 
on the back end, you know, after the shows were over and everything in between time, you know, in the meantime, between time, we talked about, you know, how do we make it better? How do you make your show better? Yeah. How do you do you? Yeah. How do you do it? And we supported each other when we were both like, you know what, fuck this shit, man. I ain't got time for this shit. I ain't making no money. You know, what am I doing this? So we kind right. of supported each other. I'm sure he got support from others. And But he was my main support, you know. And so I, I loved it when he kept me going, and I kept going with my show. So this show has been amazing. And for me, this is not really goodbye but, you know, hopefully he'll continue with his podcast and maybe all of us can get together and do the podcast shows and do different things and it will still continue to be fun. But the thing about it is, and I have to say this, and it's going to be a little cheesy, but, you know, I, there was one little line in one of your kind of, you know, your, your beginning where you would say is just friends kind of coming together that's what it felt like to me. And that's table discussion kept, amongst friends. Yeah, I it, I kept coming back to it because of that. That was really for me the main part that um, kept me coming back because it, it did. It felt like I was just coming to a bar or something and just sitting down, ordering my tequila and sitting down with a bunch of fucking guys and telling them how much I hate them. You know, it was just. <laughs> And you did so quite well. Yes, I love it. You did quite eloquently. I really am. I'm going to miss the live part, like everyone else is saying. They're going to miss that part because I miss. um, I'll miss coming back, and you guys are right here, and you know, and everything. So, I love the show, and I hope it continues in some way. And um, it really meant a lot to me, you know. And you, Q, you mean a lot to me. And even though we're, like, quote-unquote virtual friends, <laughs> whatever, um, I really, I consider you actually a real friend. So even if you don't consider me a real friend, I consider, you you know, you a real friend. And oh, no, absolutely you're a real friend so, to me. So I am so glad that I was able to be a part of it, so. Thanks, guys. Y'all gonna make me cry. I know, right? <laughs> I'm gonna cry. You're gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. I love you, man. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's not get mushy yet. We still got some show left. Uh, I got a couple of callers holding. I'll get to the seven three two in a minute. Let me go to the six seven eight area code. Back to the Peach State of Georgia. And welcome on, my man D. Wright from the Green Chimp Show. D, what's going on, man? What up, Q? What up, Legends? What's up, Crystal? What's up, Erica? What's What's up, man? Oh, man, you got it, man. Q, wow. This the one, huh? Yep, this is it. (laughs) Uh, You know, man, what's funny about this whole thing is that I don't know if you know this about my show, that you are part of the history of my show, in that you were the first quote unquote random caller that we ever had. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. And everybody else who had called the show before was actually either friends or family. And you know, I knew them, you know, way before we even started doing the show. 
So one day we see this uh, Mississippi area code, and, you know, the, the, uh, my cousin who was a sound guy at the time was like, who is that? And I was like, I have no idea, you know, just pick up the phone. So we answered, and we were talking about the Lakers or something, and you started chiming in. You said, you know, this is Q from Mississippi. And um, we were like, who the hell is Q from Mississippi? Because, because like I said, everybody had been, you know, somebody that we knew before. And so right. you should have seen, after the conversation, you know, after you, after you left your comment with us and, and we continued to have the conversation, you should have seen how our eyes lit up. You really gave our show hope that we could reach other people because of the fact that you were someone that we didn't know that was listening and, and you chimed in. That let us know right there. We said, hey, we can actually reach other people outside of, the, outside of our immediate group. So you gave us hope to keep going seven years later. I don't know if you knew that, but I just want to say I appreciate that uh, from the bottom of my heart. I really, really appreciate what you did that night. I don't know if we were talking about something that was really, uh, you know, uh, interesting or if you just said, hey, let me just support another fellow person on the radio. But whatever made you call in, man, I really appreciate that. Wow, man. I, I... I never knew that, bro. I just dialed the wrong number. Beyond, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 no, but it was. Uh, I mean, I've always enjoyed, you know, what you put together over there. It was. It was always. It's always entertaining. It's always entertaining, and uh, the topics are always good. I mean, because I always felt like the Green Chimp Show belonged on. Terrestrial radio, like this, needs to be going up against D.L. Hewley and you know some of those guys, man. Because I, I thought the pro- wow. that much of the production, I, I, I thought that much of the production. So uh, just being able wow. to call in was, was was an honor, man. And I'm, I'm I had oh, no man. idea I was the first random caller, so I'm, I'm flattered by that. Yeah, wow, that was that, that's that's big stuff you just said, man. Yeah, man, but you know, but but to talk about content and 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 you know topics. Are you kidding? I mean, I, I've always, always, and I don't think I did, I did tell you about this, but I've always admired how you were able to put together the topics and the content that it just seemed like you were you you were always on top of it. Like I knew if if I listened to Talk to Q, there were going to be some topics on there that were intriguing, that were thought provoking, that were going to be polarizing, and I knew that there was going to be a good debate. Um, we're listening to the show because you've always had topics that just always caught the attention of the listener. And then when they tune in, you know, you and Ray and Buck and Crystal and Erica and everybody else that has had uh, something to do with the show have always been able to keep that, you know, that competitive banter, so to speak, to a point where it all, there was always a polarization of the listeners. Either they were on Crystal's side or they were on Ray's side or they were with Buck or they were with uh, Erica, or they were with you, and then, you know what I mean? So that was that was always that. You know, that was something that we always strive for on the Green Chimp Show, but didn't necessarily quite uh, accomplish a lot of times. A lot of times we ended up having the same view about a lot of stuff, whereas you guys yeah. always had, you know, uh, two sides going down with, with, with whatever topic it was. And I always, I really always admired that about how you how you put your show together. It was definitely something that we uh, aspire to be, aspire to do. I appreciate it, man. I I really do, and um, you know, of course, you know, I always be around to provide whatever support that I can for whatever you have in store, you know. So, yeah. You know, I appreciate it. 
Absolutely, man. Listen, whatever it is you decide to do, I know you're going to knock it out of the park, man. It's just how you roll. And uh, so, you know, congratulations on taking the next step and, and, and going down another path. Uh, and, and congratulations on all the success you had with Talk to Q. And, of course, I do look forward to be, uh, working with you personally uh, in the future, man. And anything I can do um, to help you in your next endeavor, of course, you know, you got the phone number. You got, of course, all the social media information. Whatever you need, man, I'm here for you. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. D. Wright, All right. Sure, man. Y'all, y'all show. All right. Out there in Georgia. Let me go to the 732 area code. Back to the Garden State of New Jersey. To welcome on the voice of reason, Miss Amanda. Amanda, what's going on? Hey, Q. Hey, everybody. How's everybody tonight? All right. Hey, All right. Hey, Amanda. Before hey. I get... Before I get to you, I also want to go to the 601 area code, to the Magnolia State of Mississippi. To welcome on the man, the myth, the legend. He's been dubbed as the Minister of Sexual Affairs. The homie Eminem. Eminem, what's going on? Let me try it again. Eminem, what's going on? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? What's that? What up, Q? What up, Radio World? Love that. Oh man, those words were made famous or whatever. The first words you hear before the start of every single Talk to Q episode. Hey, what up, Q? That should be on a t shirt. What up, Radio World? My name mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Before yeah. every show, you always heard that. And Eminem, my man, I'll get you on in a second. I want to kind of skip back a little bit and go back to, to Amy. And Amy in Arkansas, Amy, of course, you have to tell everybody how you, you, you found the show. I remember how you found the show. You have to remind the listeners yeah. how you found the show. But when Amy yeah. came on to, to the show, um, she brought a lot of passion with her, um, especially if you talk about the Clintons. Bill Clinton and Hillary. A lot of knowledge on court TV. She watched all these court cases, the Jody Arias, Arias and um, whatever the hell his name down in Florida that murdered her baby, allegedly. I can't think Casey of her name Anthony. right now. Uh, oh, gosh, Casey Anthony. And so Anthony. Amy came on the scene, and Amy never left. You know, I mean, Amy hung around. And, uh, well, I mean, you know, she, when I mean she never left, she was, she's always had a presence in the show. So, Amy, explain how you found the show, what made you stay, and, you know, anything you want to say about the show itself. Well, I found the show because growing up I was a big fan of Punky Brewster. And you had Cherry Johnson on as a guest, and I uh, it came through – Cherry posted on her Facebook and it came through and I was like, oh, well, cool. I'm going to call in, you know. I had no idea this was like a talk show or anything. I was calling in to, you know, say hi to Cherry and and meet her and everything. And I I did and I just totally, I just started talking to her. I didn't know I was supposed to even speak to you, Quincy, the host. I was just like, hey, Cherry. I remember that because you did not speak to me. (laughs) <laughs> you just came on the air talking to her. But you know, um and and that was such a you know, such a neat experience getting to talk to her and sharing my love for Punky Brewster, uh, with her and um 
And and also um, when you had Mark John Jeffries on, I enjoyed you know getting to to talk with him and yeah. and and everything. That was neat. But you know after the the phone call to Cherry, um, I hung around and you know and listened and 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 chimed in. You know, and I thought. And afterward, I, I thought, you know, this is neat. I like this. I, 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 this is something that I would, you know, want to, to do, to participate in. And, you know, I came into this kind of knowing that this was predominantly a, a black um, radio show and that, you know, I've sort of been the, the lone white girl, so to speak. But... I what? if I had to if I had to say that you know if I could leave my legacy as a show legend on this show I hope that by me coming in and and chiming in that I have shown people that I have broke down some of the racial barrier that you know goes on in the world and and shown that um you know no I can't sit here and say that I know what it's like growing up being black or that or anything like that but I can sit here and say that as a human being I can relate to the problems that people in the black community have dealt with all their lives I've been discriminated I've been poor I've been had the cops kill my friends and get away with it I've, you know, we, uh, there, there are so many problems in the white community, it's unreal. And so I hope that, you know, I have been able to, that's the legacy kind of as a show legend that I hope to leave behind on this show is that, you know, we're all human beings and we can all relate to each other. If you'll just get past the looks of everything that we can relate together and we can harmonize together and we can cohabitate and care about each other and each other's problems and what's going on. Amen. Definitely. You know, that's, that, that's what, that, that, you know, why I chose to stay around there. There were some times that I didn't call in, you know, because, the racial tension out, not on the show, but in the public was just so thick that, you know, it, it kind of, I, I became intimidated, you know, and it wasn't that any of y'all made me feel intimidated. It was just the whole situation. And, and I felt sometimes like, you know, maybe I just need to shut up and, and all, but no one on here, you know, ever, ever made me feel that way um i've you know i found my best friend on the show and uh you know i found a lot of other great friends on this show and i hope that we'll you know continue to to all be good to, to all be good friends you know there's always been kind of a little special bond between me and crystal and amanda and um lady t and you know, and we were the girls, and y'all were the guys. Yeah. And, we were the girls. You know, and it's yeah. some of my. Yeah. I, I guess some of my favorite battles are between Ray and Crystal. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And of course, yeah. Eminem and Bill thirteen thirteen, you know, oh, yeah. and, and and you know, and and I just love the way Eminem tells the shit like it is, you know. I just I just love love hearing um, hearing him, you know, break it down, so to speak. That's how he but, gets um, I just really want to thank all y'all, you know, for accepting me. And, um, and Quincy, I also want to thank you for giving me the platform to, to tell my story about being a dancer, you know, um, yeah, that was, that was an important story for me to tell because so many people have so many, you know, judgmental and preconceived notions about dancers and who we are, what we do. And, you know, and they think this and they think that, and and so I kind of wanted to. It was nice for me to be able to, you know, set some of the records straight because I'm the type of person who just tells it like it is. I don't I don't hide nothing, you know, and I don't try to skirt out of anything or or whatever. But I want to okay. thank you for that and. Um, <coughs> Well, Amy, I mean, it's always been a pleasure to have you on to get your contributions and every. You okay? To get to get yeah, your I'm contributions. And um, you know, it's always been been enjoyable. And, and and you're right. You would come in as the the lone white person, and you give your perspective. And I mean, it added a lot to the show. It always added a lot to the show, and it's appreciated. And so, I mean, you came in because of a guest that I had on the show and Cherry Johnson from Punky Brewster and Family Matters. And um, but we've had plenty of guests on the show. I've interviewed over 250 people. Um, there's a podcast with I did with Crystal with um, a young lady named Tanya from L.A. from Soul to Soul Conversation. She was a psychic. Um, I don't know if you, you remember that, Crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I was back on show number five fourteen. Uh, through zone coverage, I interviewed plenty of people in sports. Former Kansas City Chief Sylvester Morris back in show five seventeen. Um, linebacker coach Mike Caldwell we used to play with the Cleveland Browns back to show five twenty five. Uh, let's see who else. Boxing, boxing referee Tony Weeks. And I know the fellows um, definitely probably can appreciate that. He's one of the best boxers in the game, best boxing referees, excuse me, in the game. Um, you know, he's refs, officiated some fights, you know, with Mayweather and, and Alvarez and Manny Pacquiao and just a lot of people. Roy Jones. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, having him on show four, 545 meant a lot to me. Um, Amy mentioned dancers. I interviewed a dancer out of Los, um, out of Louisiana named Chastity, um, an exotic dancer back in 517. She talked about her addiction um, that she had to get past and how she's been doing rehab. Our man, Daddy Rich, I interviewed him and one of his artists by the name of Bands um, back in show 552 out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. So there were people that I've talked to, and we'll get into that a little more. Uh, but right now, let me go circle back around back to Amanda. And Amanda, you've been a part of the show for quite some time, and 
a lot of times it was funny because you and Ray would be sitting right beside each other and uh, doing the show and Ray would say one thing and you kind of hear like a huh in the background. Uh, <laughs> oh you two brought an interesting dynamic to the show as, you know, a married couple, but go ahead and give your two cents uh, about, you know, your memories of the show. Well, I have to I have to give Eminem credit for uh, introducing us to the show. I remember we were, it was 2011, we were at the uh, family reunion. That was my first time going to a reunion um, with Ray's side of the family. And Eminem told us about your show. So when we called in, it was like, okay, this is pretty cool. So just, you know, it just grew our relationship, the pretty much almost our entire marriage. Literally, we've been, uh, this show has been part of our, our routine. So, you know, of course, life happens, schedules happen where you can't call in all the time and things like that. But for the most part, I mean, this is this has been something that we've been involved in either, you know, he's, of course, involved with all the sports shows, but it was always something that we looked forward to and, and would participate when we can. Um, it's been amazing to get a chance to meet, quote unquote, I guess we haven't officially met, but uh, become familiar and become friends with Crystal and Buck and Bobby and Amy, Lady T, just so many people that, that have come on the show. And those, you know, like you and Crystal were saying earlier, those friendships are real. You know, when I was sick, you guys were reaching out and checking on me, and it's just something that means a lot. Sometimes your own family or own people who you think are your friends because you see them more often don't even check on you like that. So this has definitely been a true friendship that um, that we've formed, and it means the world to me to have been able to participate in something like this and discuss all these different topics and it was always a lot of times with different topics. You didn't know how it was going to go, but there were some that were really memorable shows because you would have, uh, you know, Ray on one side and Crystal on the other, or Eminem saying this, and everybody's just busting out laughing because it's so <laughs> off the wall. So, so it was something you could always look forward to. You knew it was always going to be, no matter how serious the subject was, it could have been. I don't care. We could have talked about the saddest thing in the world. Somebody, one of these guys was going to say something and everybody was going to bust up laughing. So Probably. you and him. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But, you know, it's, yeah. just, it's, been, it's been a show that uh, that I've enjoyed and I've never participated in um, a show like, like I have with this one. So it's, it's, been, a, it's been a great ride and I, I know that in the future you'll probably do something else and we definitely want to be there to support you and you know, I look forward to what everybody uh, has coming up in the future and hope we can still have a talk to you, get together or a reunion at some point also. All right. Well, thanks. And that would definitely be great uh, to be able to do something like that. And, you know, Amanda, I always called you the voice of reason because you always kind of took the logical approach to things. You fall in the middle on, a, on some things and sometimes you would just adamant like no it has to be this way and so you know my mindset was was, was just to do whatever Amanda says you know we'll be good <laughs> uh, 
Amanda and should I know be canonized. That... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go there. I was going to say I know Crystal admires you more than anyone. Yes, oh because I know, right? you, know, you live with Ray and, and, and Crystal. <laughs> Crystal and Ray have had some epic, epic, epic moments on this show. So, but in the end, you know, people just wanted to get their opinions out, and it was always a good thing. Uh, let me go to the 615 area code, back to the volunteer state of Tennessee, and welcome on my man, old school. Old school, what's happening, bro? Nothing much, man. How you doing? I'm doing well, doing well. Good to hear your voice. Hey, man, I just had to call in for the last show, man. I know I'm not I'm not one of the Hall of Fame, not one of the regulars, but I appreciate your show. I appreciate you. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you always taking the time to, even if you can't call in, I know you're participating on Facebook and um, sharing uh, some of the show links and liking comments and stuff, and that meant, meant a lot to me, man, for real. And, and it wasn't no problem because I know when I first came on the show, which has been a few years ago, uh, I, I I didn't know much about talk radio. I, I really wasn't into it at all, but a friend of yours introduced me to it who introduced me to you. I don't know yeah. if I should say who that friend is or not. Is that okay? No, go ahead. Okay, well, you remember the boss man. J.R. the boss, the boss man. man. J.R. the boss man introduced me to the show, and, hey, we, 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 having a good, we had a good time. And I, I appreciate them doing it, and it was a good time for a good time. And, I mean, you had some good topics. I, I love the way you set everything up. The people that you got on there is very interesting. I mean, like I say, I don't call in all the time, but I keep up with you. And I'm sad to see this is your last show because I know you could do this probably another five or ten years without even trying. Well, man, I appreciate that vote of confidence. I really do. Um, now, if you're looking to sponsor the show, we can negotiate a contract. <laughs> and I'll give you five years. <laughs> well, that, that sounds like a good idea. We'll, we'll see what we can do about that. Uh, right now, though, I just want—I just want to congratulate you on all the, the time that you already have had, man. And just hey, you, you did good work, man. Don't be proud of yourself. I'm proud of you and all your people on here. Hey, congratulations, y'all made the show what it is. And I mean, I, like I say, I don't call in, but I, I, I put some people on to you. They they might not have called in, but I've talked to you. I've talked to people about you. You out there, man. You you did a good job. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Like I said, I know I should see you putting in work on social media for me, and it was it's always been appreciated. It really has been. Well, see, we got to support each other. That's that's one thing I'm always about supporting the Absolutely. next man. And it, it ain't got nothing to do with race. It ain't got nothing to do with gender. It's being a human being and supporting the next person. If everybody treated each other like they wanted to be treated, this world would be a whole lot better place. No doubt. So I, no doubt. I just I give you props because you all you always give everybody they props, but I want you to get some props too. But like I say, everything is everything, man. You did a great job. I'm, I ain't gonna hold you up because I ain't got a lot to say. I just appreciate you. I wanted to be on your last little uh, recording, so you know when you go big. They say, well, at least I can say I was there. <laughs> You're in the history <laughs> book, man. I appreciate it, though. I'm I'm <laughs> all hey, right. Man, I enjoy you. Hey, everybody, hey, peace and blessings to all, and keep up the good work. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Uh, hold on. I have a caller from the 618 area code. 
the land of Lincoln. I don't recognize the number, but usually if it's from the land of Lincoln, it might be the bad man. Call it what's your name? <laughs> it is the master of Leonism himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The master of Leonism. <laughs> the legend. The legendary bad what? man. Okay, okay. The man. Well, give me a Give me a second, Batman, before I, I let you get started. I, I do want to back up a little bit and go back to, to Ray. And, Ray, you've been on, on, on the show for quite some time, man. Uh, you're you're one, of the, one of the big three, as I believe Crystal once called you all, you, Eminem, and Buck. And, man, just talk about how you found the show and, and what it's meant to you over the years. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, um... Like my wife was saying earlier, we was uh we was in uh Detroit. That's where we was at. We had our reunion and and my cousin's like, well, he getting ready to get on the show or whatever. So I was like, all right, well, you know, let me check it out or whatever. And I think we just really started talking from there. And it's like, you know, Talk to Q has always been an outlet where you can. Just just be free and say what you want to say or whatever you're thinking. And Lord knows I tried. You know, I said what I wanted pretty much. Got and, that right. <laughs> you know, and I, I think Let's y'all should call it. me the voice of reason because, you know, I always <laughs> put the reason in the voice. So, but, you know, it, 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 it's been a fun time. You know, I, I enjoy Everybody and I always like you know I know me and Crystal was always on opposite sides, but she you know was a female along with Amy along with my wife that really hung in there with us fellas for the longest time, and you know that's not easy to do because she knew when she picked the phone up she was gonna get some abuse that night if I was on there, <laughs> so it was it, it was good you know. I always going to just treasure the times we had, you know, and, you know, people always said I like to argue anyway. I kind of believe might be some truth in that. <laughs> no matter if I was playing sports or, you know, or we watching sports, I was playing sports. Man, me and my friends or whatever, we was going to argue. We was going to damn near fight. But when the sports is over, we could all go back to being what we were. And, you know, it's just been a been been a great seven years. I mean, a lot's happened over the years. I mean, we may have changed some perspective on things that we may have thought or things we may have did. But I just saw uh, just appreciate being able to express myself and see everybody grow and see all of us doing different things and you know, it's a, it's a lot of talent on this radio. We really think about it. You know, you got artists and book writers, and you know, and and radio show hosts, and we got a lot of talent on here, man. And it's just been a it's been a good run. You know, like I say, when we something happened or certain days, I think we should all just come back together, do a show or something because. You know, when everybody's schedule permits and just, you know, keep in touch with each other. Because, like I say, man, I really appreciate everybody. You know, I know it don't seem like it. And, 
you know, I, me and Crystal, we had a lot of things to say to each other, but, you know, I respect her as a person, and I always enjoyed what she had to say, and whether it was good or bad, because it takes a special kind of person to be able to give it to you as well as you give it to them, and you got to respect that. So I always loved that part of the show, even if I was tired. By the time I get through saying what I'm saying, I'm be wide awake. So <laughs> it was it was just always always uh always a great time. I mean, when you think about all those shows, man, you know you bringing stuff up now and you saying, oh that sure did happen. Oh that sure did happen. It's just been a it's just been um. A great time. I mean, we need to have a reunion or something where we can just come together and meet in person. But I know that's hard for everybody to do because everybody's scheduled and where are we going to meet and all that kind of stuff. But you know, you guys, man. I mean, it's it's uh y'all, my brothers and sisters. And you know, Amy, I know, like I say, you're the white member of the group, but. You know, my sister-in-law, she's finna to be, my sister-in-law is white, so, or finna to be sister-in-law, so that's no big thing. I mean, we all one family, and we all got to right. love each other. People. That's what makes the, which makes the, uh, the world go around, make the world better. You know, we can't do what people have done in the past and expect different results. So I know we disagree, and the country is separated. And that's why I agreed to put Trump in there because Trump woke a lot of people up. And by him waking people up, a lot of topics is coming up that wouldn't have never came up. A lot of things would have stayed hidden. A lot of things would have just been pushed on the back burner further than they were. But now it's coming to the forefront, and I think that's a good thing. And like I say, man, you know, I just think it was just a, a legendary time. And, you know, we hopefully we'll be able to look back on it and still be able to do it once in a while. But if not, we had a hell of a seven-year run. Most definitely. Most definitely. I definitely appreciate you bringing what you did to the table. A lot of times it wasn't a show until a race spoke on it, and all of a sudden fireworks went off. And Crystal will be over there biting her tongue and, uh, you know, people are just ready to go in and, and get it popping. So I always appreciate That's why I would call Ray the show enforcer because he, 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 he'll reel people in in a heartbeat. Things get out of hand. He went back to basics and he wasn't afraid to be the only man standing on his podium. So... Yeah. Definitely appreciate, man, what you brought to the table, um, especially with zone coverage and everything, especially with zone coverage. Yeah, and we got to do that some kind of way, however it go. You know, we got to talk about the sports, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. Football, football season, some kind of way. Especially football. So. And All right. All real right. quick, uh-huh. I need you to think about that draft too, bro. Oh, we thinking about it. We believe that. So, uh, yeah, that's something Buck and I have talked about recently. So uh, we'll see what oh, yeah. happens with that's that. That's the best time of the year right there. 
No doubt. So, all right, real quick on Twitter, um, some people chimed in. Robin Hunt out of Cali said it was such a pleasure being a part of the show. Um, let's see, Eminem, the former mayor of Jackson, Tony Yarber ch- chimed in. He said, "Y'all t- tune in. This was a real." <laughs> The mm. former mayor of Jackson, Tony Harbor. Uh, Tony T. Let's see. I heard from Brandon Baskin. And a lot of people may not know that name. Brandon Baskin, um, his show, he had a show uh, with his cousin. It was called Real Talk Live. And it was probably one of the first shows I really just subscribed to on Blog Talk Radio. I listened to that show every night. And it was very entertaining. They had great topics and interesting callers. Uh, they even had, like, talent competitions on their show. Uh, they used to have a guy, a, a spoken word artist, who called in named Blues Hughes, and he was hilarious. But um, yeah, shouts out to Brandon, man, for keeping up with me over the years. And, uh, I mean, he really had a lot of influence into how the show evolved to what it became. So I definitely want to give him his props. Uh, Lady E., out of the Toronto area said on Twitter, it was a great run, my friend. Um, Shaman Elizabeth reached out. Let's see. May, who was on the show with Virginia Princess that night, chimed in and said, thank you for allowing me to be a guest. Lauren Dahl chimed in. I mean, I can go on, but let me let me get to the bad man right quick. The master of Leonism and, and bad man uh, I mean, you know, you did your thing. You had your own show once, and we we kicked it. And I got to put. I had the pleasure of meeting you when you were in Monroe, Louisiana. Got to roll up on you and meet you. Everything. And Batman's been a part of the show. He's had some of the quotes that I mean, it's really turned the show upside down. Uh, talk about you know your man is gay when he has skid marks in the front of his drawers and things of that nature. <laughs> <laughs> never get old. Never get old. Hey, we that never get old, right there. You had and he used to be in the chat room for about five minutes. Man, that <laughs> man would be in the chat room, and he would say some things, man, in the chat room, and I'd start reading, and I get so distracted because I'm cracking up. <laughs> And I even even in the theme song, you know, it says Batman over here saying something that made me choke. I mean, because of something I read in the chat room. But Batman, talk about your experience on T2Q, man. Well, it started about the same way as old school. You know, me and old school with partners with J.R. the Boss, man, you know. We, uh, that's how I got, uh, he introduced me to you, you know. And then, you know, I started, you know, meeting everybody, you know. You know, Super Pimp, Eminem, you know, oh, yeah. Radiant Porter, <laughs> you know, Buck, you know, Theodore, I'm mad at Buck, you know, I'm just saying, cause somebody could have told me about, man, this potty training shit is wearing me out, dog, I'm t- it's killing me, with three year olds, it's killing me, dog, it's just killing me, it's killing me, I be going It'll to the park, right. man, that be going, I be going to the park, man, people think I'm his grandpa, no, dude, this is <laughs> <laughs> I'll be trying to chase wow. him I'm just about to pass out man just, But but anyway though You know 
I, I really, these seven years have really flew by, and, you know, I really enjoy, you know, just talking with people. You know, everybody, you know, we can be funny. Sometimes we can laugh. Sometimes we can just break down stuff and be serious. And then, you know, we just, you know, we kicked it. Like It was like a party. It was like going to an old school party. You know, you hang out, you talk with people, you kick it. You know how you do. But, man, I'm telling you, that show, that one show, now, there's two shows that stick out of my mind. That one with the with the with the skin mark when you had to just shut it down for five minutes. Yeah. Uh, you and Eminem was crying so hard. <laughs> I, I was crying. Oh man, we was all crying. We came back crying. And then there was the show on floating. I'm I'm still. I don't look up in Google. I don't look up in the dictionary. What the what the hell is floating? What the hell is floating? Floating is when you float on a cloud. You know what I mean? You, you're trying to do something, and oh, I'm floating. I met I met this girl, and I want to float with her. Oh, you want to take her to a place? No, float, I just want to hold float her hand. On. Hold on. But no, yeah, no, 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 no. The day, the night that Leonism got made, got created. Oh yeah. No doubt. Yes, I, I yes, I, I put that video link up in uh in uh. In the group, you know, did no. I guess nobody caught it though. But man, I'm telling you, I still. Hey, they got it on YouTube, boy. I was like, you got to be shooting. They got that on the <laughs> boy. He was scrubbing the ground. The original scrub the ground. Right. He, and look, that dog no was, was, was getting up off the ground with it. But but you know, I really <laughs> really want to thank. You. I I, I want to thank you, Q. You know, for giving me my own show because it was like. You gave a crazy man a gun and just let him go. Oh, uh, that's not PC. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You gave a crazy man a gun and let him go, man. But I'm telling you, though, I really, I, I'm serious. I want to just, me, me, I mean, personally, I would, I would want, if you know anybody, you know, I want to, like, write for somebody, you know, just write this things that pop in my head, you know. Just like the day I had them, I made a random post like, why is people boycotting Black Panther but didn't nobody boycott Soul Plane? What the hell? Nobody boycotted Soul Plane. <laughs> nobody boycotted Kodak Black. Nobody boycotted Sugar 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 Booty Rappers and the one to be wearing these skinny jeans and Who? rappers wearing purse. My, my rappers ain't never my rappers ain't never wore no purse. I'm just saying, it's just, it's just, man, it's just pathetic, man. But on, on the real though, I've been in my feelings since February the fourth. I've been in my feelings. Congratulations, Eminem. I had to, con- I had to congratulate my uncle. I told him, hell, after damn fifty-seven years, I'm going to buy me some lotto tickets. Cause uh, damn it, if the Eagles can win the Super Bowl, damn it, I can hit the lotto. I can so hit the lotto. Well, if the Eagles, no, no, I can get you one better. What if the Cleveland Browns play the Detroit Lions in the Super Bowl? You know we gonna we all gonna head in. Yeah, if the Cleveland Browns. That, that, that's when that 2012 prediction <laughs> that never happened. That shit. That that that's when that is. They got the damn uh, Aztec calendar wrong. It was like when it, whenever that shit happened, or that that's the end of the world. Hey, <laughs> man, I, I'm gonna tell y'all like this. Them Browns is coming. 
They got a hundred something million dollars to spend on them draft picks. Shit, why right. don't they? They don't care. I don't care if they had three hundred million dollars. The only way Brown is going to turn this is when I take a shit. No, I'm, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to say this. If the they Browns go to the Super Bowl. The Every Browns time I take a dunk. Lord. Yeah, we got $300 million. Right. But anyway, though, man, I, I just really, you know, really enjoyed, you know, this. And, man, that day I met you, it was hot as hell out there in Louisiana. I don't, man, yeah, I can tell the people. It was between Arkansas, Louisiana, and Mississippi. We are just just hot as hell. But I, I also want to give a shout out. You know, one. I just want to give a shout out to my grandmother because uh, Sunday she will be a hundred and six years old. Damn! Oh, that's lady, bro. Be a hundred and six oh, right. years old. Happy and birthday, grandma, baby. Yeah, my grandma be about when I, you know, when when I talked to her, man, it, you know, she was telling, you know, about stuff, and this woman has seen it all. I'm talking about from Jim Crow to, you know, lynchings and, and you know, segregation. She don't seen the whole yard, you know. And, the, and you know, when Obama got elected, man, she, she had tears in her eyes. I had tears in her eyes because, you know, she told me she said she never thought she would never see this that day. There's a lot of things. She, she never, you know, but she still, she still fights as hell. She still tell me, I hate them damn cowboys. They, they, I hate them damn cowboys. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Man, fan, you know, and she a Packer fan because my cousin, her cousin is Willie Davis. He, uh, he's a Hall of Fame, you know, he played uh Hall of Fame defensive end. You know, he played in Ice Bowl, and I just said, oh, he can be my cousin, but I hate the Packers. I heard that. Well, Batman, well, man, I appreciate you know, the laughs and everything you brought to the show. Um, yeah, I mean, man. You, it was always a good time, and the stuff you put in the chat room was always funny, man. But definitely, uh, I'm, I'm glad that, that Jr. made the introduction and you know get you and old school on board, man. So appreciate it. All right, no doubt. All right, and. Uh, let me move on a little more. And I also want to give a couple shout outs to um people who call in but don't necessarily speak. because uh, there's some people who, who call in and just listen to the show and I, I appreciate them um when they do it, like uh Erica White in, in Michigan would give the show a call and every now and then and, and take a listen. Um Verna Harris uh, she also con- contributed a lot on Twitter. Uh, my girl La- La Chiqua out there in Houston, I always listen to the show and everything, and I definitely appreciate uh, her support and-, and contributions to what she did, uh, what she does. Uh, let's see. I don't want to forget anyone. It's hard to just keep up with everybody. Um, I know Miss Ante, uh, spoken word artist, would listen when she can. And, I mean, so I appreciate those who, you know, maybe they don't have anything necessarily to say, but they'll still call in and listen to the show. And it's definitely appreciated. So, Buck, let me go up to you, man. Wow, man. I mean, we've been bored for a long time since we – back in the day, man, and this, you know, when we you originally started talking about it, I was going through some things personally 
But then when we, you know, we started, you know, talking about doing sports, and I was like, man, let's do it. You know, we out, you know, started doing the sports show, and I think starting to do the sports show, and then I started getting involved with the regular shows, you know, teaming up with Ray and Eminem. Man, it just evolved from there, man. We just fed off each other so well. And, uh, you know, I'm always kind of on the fence about things, but you know when I get passionate. So, you know, it's it's been a great run, man, and being a part of the show, whether we're talking about sex, talking about politics, sports, whatever we talk about, man, it's just like the the chemistry with all the all the people that call in and the in the show legends in general too, man, it just it's just it's been such a remarkable run on this. I'm still twisting that arm trying to make sure you, you know, try to do do some more shows because man, it's just. To me, it's something I look forward to each week um, because you always learn something, whether if we're serious or having fun. You know, there's something I think you can take from this show that you just, that's unique and different that you can actually apply to what you do in everyday life. And that's something that you just don't get in other radio or even TV for that matter. And that's why I think this show has been so important. Um, you know, I've even learned some things by listening to the show, you know, you know, playing playing it back and listening to things and listening to some of the things and some of the you know so everybody said throughout the years. So it's been pretty cool, man, to be a part of this thing. And um, you know, I'm looking forward to the future. And maybe us, you know, continuing to do some things in some shape or form or fashion. Um, getting together, you know, like you know, like some of the others have said tonight. Getting together and you know, meeting in person. I've gotten to meet Eminem, but you know, some of the others hadn't got a chance to meet yet. And um, you know, it'll be nice, you know, but the the most important thing is I think we developed a lot of friendships also. You know, anybody ever down in the Pensacola area, you know you got you know, you can know you can ride with me. So, you know, and I would you know, would definitely hope that, you know, I could ride with y'all if I'm in y'all's neighborhood, come, you know, go by and hang out with y'all for a little bit and you know, we all have a you know, good time or whatnot. So I mean, it's just been really cool to be a part of something like this and um you know, I'm looking, you know, looking at the future, you know, there's so much talent and things that, you know, everybody, everybody contributes in their own, own way. And, um, it's really awesome. And, um, you just can't get that, can't get it anywhere else, only here on the Talk to Q radio show. So glad to have everybody, you know, contributing and being a part of this and, uh, just looking forward to the future. I'm glad I, you know, glad I got so many friends, you know, being a part of this. And you know, I consider y'all more than just friends. I consider you part of part of my family. So it's just good to be a part of it. All right, man. I appreciate it. And uh, definitely, yeah, I, I was glad that you got on board, man. And like you said, because we've known each other since, well, like first grade. And um, it, it's hard to find people who stick together so long. So we're talking, you know, about 40 years of, of friendship there. And um, 40 plus. So just ha- yeah, so just having you contribute to the show has always meant a lot to me. And I appreciate it and everything, man, most definitely. So, all right, hold on. Let me, let me, let me warm up something really quick before I go to Eminem. Let me check on something. All right, to make sure that worked. And uh, 
<laughs> okay, I, I had to make sure. I had to make sure those were working. Go <laughs> Eminem, the man, oh, the myth, man. the legend. Yes, yes. All the accolades have always been welcome. That's what I love the most about this show, me. But um, um, you love me, and I love the love. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but uh, but man, it's it's been a tremendous. I ain't gonna even say great. Tremendous uh, seven years, and uh, uh, I didn't realize it was that long. And I knew it's been a while, but seven years. Think about it. That's like going from, you know, what, kindergarten to the eighth grade or something. I mean, that's a long damn time. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. you know, uh, or if you don't fail a semester, shit, man, that's like uh, undergrad and graduate school. You can do a lot of shit in seven years. So, man, and, uh, you know, then, you know, in the Zodiac, you know, I think seven is a powerful number. It ain't one of my numbers, but it's, it's a powerful number. So uh, some people even say it's lucky. So I don't know if that was timed that way or what, but uh, I know – you know, you know, uh, what the show, you know, meant to me personally was, it's just like, uh, it was like a revelation of some shit I had always wanted, but I didn't know, you know how shit be, you, you, you ask for something, you don't know how you're going to get it. I always wanted to be world famous and I always wanted to, um, be highly praised, especially, uh, with accolades from the, you know, opposite gender or whatever, you know. Uh, so through this show, man, all that shit been fulfilled. And it was just mind-blowing when you sent that thing out showing listeners from Australia and even Libya and Vietnam and, you know, Ireland and shit like that. Man, that's like, that was like, bam, that this is one of my wishes coming true, man. Like this is some, yeah, for a while. some 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 straight up shit in a good way, and uh, you know then uh, you know speaking of you know uh, guests on the show, even before I get into the the ones everybody know and love, I mean you know what I'm saying just like who would think that you know that you know that uh, you know somebody could actually be you know live and. And speaking directly to, you know, a chick you looking at and, you know, and if you ain't, you know, if you're a womanless man, you you know, jacking off to, you know, you had Beth and the Benz on here, man. I was like, man, that's, <laughs> you know, this show don't went to the table. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you, you oh, don't know. Where we go? Oh, yeah. You know how that shit is, man. You know, especially when you were a kid or whatever, you looking. You know, you don't think you're ever going to see these people, or, or let alone talk to them or something. Like, you know, that just some, you know, some, you don't even know if you're dreaming looking at that shit. Now, back in the day, the, the film quality used to be so bad because the shit been done so many times. You know how the <laughs> chicks had, like, the pink outline around them and shit like that. And, you know, <laughs> everything like you're looking at something blurry. You just be, you focusing so hard in your mind, you want it to be clear, you know, so. So, uh. So I just knew when that happened, man, you know, I said, man, this this Q is taking this shit to another, you know, uh, ozone layer, you know what I'm saying? And, and then, you know, you know, then kind of, you know, kind of bringing it down to the to the guests or whatever. Um, you know, uh, I think it was uh, Derek from the Green Chimp was talking about some of the chemistry or whatever. But, you know, it's funny how that kind of happened because in the earliest, earliest shows, even I wasn't on there. 
you know, and, and Q kept telling me to, you know, get on. But like I say, I don't know. He was saying it, but I, I, I still was just kind. Of, you know how somebody say something to you, but you don't really just absorb it. I'm still thinking like, okay, this is just a radio show. I'm still not thinking it's like it's his shit. As in, I'm gonna let you be yourself, man. You know, you you can use explicits. I'm I'm not thinking it's that kind of show. So when I kind of just tested the water a little bit, I said, now, I said, now, I know he know me from work, but I'm just like, man, this like putting a damn, uh, you know, hard dick in a whole house with this here kind of action, man. You know, you just, you know. Oh, damn. Just, you can just what be an free, analogy. You know? A hard <laughs> dick in a whole house. There it is. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Man, it you know? is fine. Yeah, so I'm just like, man, you know, then them nights that, you know, and I love the legends just like, you know, you are, you know, with my cousins, I love them like a brother anyway before the show, but, you know, everybody else is just like family now. But to, but to be honest, I had to get used to everybody calling in because, man, um, when some of the original guests, which was like Q's cousin and, and, um, and some other lady from here, yeah, when Worm, when Laura, Worm, and, and Laura, Worm. when they wasn't calling as much, and somebody else, I was like, okay, I'm on, okay, I got the floor, shit, thirty minutes straight sometime, and so that man, that just fed into myself, you know what I'm saying? Because I can just listen to myself talk, but I like hearing, <laughs> I like interacting with people, you know what I'm saying? So that makes it even better. So just to give everybody a, a history lesson on it, to show you how the the chemistry went or whatever. Uh, the night the chemistry kind of started was when uh, this chick named Virginia Princess, you know, called in. Now, by this time, you know, my cousin Ray was on the phone, too. So, you know, and I'm just like, now, I'll break it down, but she don't know him at all. Then, you know, she started getting real sideways, and I'm like, no. I'm like, look, bitch, I can go back to the my old self now. And we just started, you know, <laughs> shit. We we was going hammer for hammer, and and that kind of that kind of lit the show up. I forgot the stats Q gave me the next day. He was talking about how uh, I, I don't know what he was looking at, but anyway, the you know the hits on the on the downloads on that show just went through the roof. And then it happened again with uh, Harry Thugman or whatever. And uh, yeah, and so. <laughs> So then, when 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 Crystal came onto the show and became a regular and wasn't scared to be the only female at certain times to call in and regardless of the topic, it just like that just kind of really that just really you know put everybody in its place because then it was just like you know uh, everybody's niche was kind of cut you know and then by that time I was. I was uh, settled into deferring to everybody else, so I didn't have to have the whole show no more, you know. So everything just kind of worked out for itself, you know. And, uh, you know, then I can say, you know, uh, from there, I think um, I'm kind of thinking about your first, first guest that I remember that was from somewhere else. I know what it was. I thought this was a big deal at the time. It was uh, the fitness trainer, but she was a – I think she was a – a white chick from California, maybe I don't know. Canada. Canada. Bree Jensen. Bree Jensen. Bree Jensen. 
yeah. was it was it somebody else outside of the state or something like that before her that wasn't just like a regular call in? Was uh, she kind of like the first scheduled guest? No, nah, no, nah, she came along um, a little later. I mean, we had the the Sarita, Alexa, Alexandra, and yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. Right. That's um, right. We had Scott, the guy you got into it with about spanking children out of Georgia. Right. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was probably one of the first uh, heated shows you had, you got into it with someone. Um, and yeah, but I mean, Bree Jensen may have been the first one out of the country. I'm not sure. And I got to meet her in New Orleans uh, about two years ago. Yeah. That was kind of cool to meet her. We just happened to be in New Orleans at the same time. And I saw a picture on Twitter, and I was like three blocks away and stuck with her on Twitter. But that was kind of cool. But, uh, yeah, I know that. Pleasant surprise. Then it was the, uh, the uh, damn, I can't, I hate I can't call her name, but I just remember her, 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 her little, her little pick for the show. It was like she was dressed like a, Housekeeper with heels on, dirty something, dirty, uh, dirty uh, public. Mary Labelle, dirty and yeah, Mary Labelle. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that took on that that kind of catapulted the the talk about sex things, which went which ended up going to what eighteen, twenty something, what eighteen, eighteen. Yeah. So so 18, and, and that was only scheduled to go to. I, I think you only had originally was going to do it up to three, and then every time they just get better and better, <laughs> and uh, you know. Yep. So it's like it's so many forms of the show that it's it's like you know it's something there for everybody you know and uh, now don't get me wrong I ain't even slowing down I'm just getting warmed up but uh, then you got the you know the you know the the the, the, the individual aspect you know it's like the world got to kind of the world got to kind of see you know different parts and pieces of us and some of the stuff that was going on in our, you know, our daily lives and stuff like that and, you know, get to know what uh, everybody was, you know, doing and uh, kind of what they do. And uh, like my cousin was saying, it's a lot of talent, you know, not only, you know, with the legends that people hear all the time, but, you know, just different people calling, you know. Uh, um, uh, I can't remember exactly what the cat's name was, but somebody had called in and they was just starting out. And I think you said the dude got a small role in a movie somewhere or something. I can't, I can't quite get the name right. You know what I'm talking about? I don't recall. It doesn't ring a bell for me. But it was like a young dude, man. I mean, he wasn't a rapper. He was something else. But anyway, he ended up getting a a small part in a movie. Uh, I think I remember what you're talking about. I just can't remember. Was that Jock Johnson out of Atlanta? It might have been. So. It might have been. Okay. Yeah. Then you know we had uh, you know Mama D on the show, of course Cherry Johnson when when Amy came, and just for clarification, uh, Amy's not <laughs> the white girl on the show. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. You know how, like, with, 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 with white people, with some white people anyway, they say, well, Michael Jordan and Oprah, they're not white. I mean, they're not black. Well, that's how I look at Amy. Listen, she used to be a stripper. She get love on the streets. She got friends that used to gangbang. And this is what turned her black, in my opinion. When she referred to her ex-husband as a one-hump chump, now, if that ain't some shit you really want damn black woman talking about, God damn it. You know. So, 
But I'm like, welcome to the family for real. One hump jump. I'm like, God damn, that, she cut that motherfucker deep, boy. I'm like, shit, man. It's the truth. I swear it's the truth. But, uh, <laughs> one hump jump. You know, and, and, and then, you know, um, it's like the show has did so much, and like I say, man, I'm, uh, you know, I ain't even got down to me yet. But the show has did so much in different ways for everybody. You know, it kind of exposed uh, different tastes that you know you might think that you can't just stereotype nobody. You know, like uh, like right now, for those who have have listened to the Zone Cover shows. Well, of course, it ain't. It don't take a rocket science to figure out that all of our passion is with our football teams and the teams we mm-hmm. we adore and all that. But at the same time, it's just like, okay, Buck is also big in NASCAR, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, all of us, you know, are, are, are boxing fans, and boxing is considered like a dead sport now. I mean, you start talking about, you know, you go up to the average millennial, you're talking about boxing, that's just like you're talking about, uh, you know, what's this shit they play in England? Uh uh, cricket or some shit like that. I mean, you, you know, motherfuckers looking like, bro, okay. You're right, you know, so, you know. So uh, it kind of exposed the world to different stuff like that, especially how we actually talked about stuff, not just, you know, our opinions. Like, you know, and I know it gets under y'all's skin. You know how sometimes you hear people say, oh, you know, you know, I hate this team, I hate that team. You can't name one player off the team. I don't mean you got to be a damn historian, but I'm just saying it's just like, yeah, but them them type people – They'll be on somebody else's jock next year. I say, when last time I saw your ass, you you liked the Saints, then the Seahawks, then you claim you're a Patriot. Now I know damn well I ain't seen you my Eagle Green on, man. Take that midnight green off, you phony ass motherfucker. But um, <laughs> but um, but you know, so Nothing that bad, that is, right. yeah, so that exposes people to different stuff on different levels because if you listen to the now the um. The show, the original times, at one time it was Sunday and, Sunday and Tuesday, I think, if I'm recalling right. Yeah, yeah. So if you would have listened to them shows and the different topics, and it's something political or something about, um, you know, you know how to make, you know, the uh, uh, Black America better or something political, you know, and then you hear some of the zone coverage shows, it's just like, damn, man, how can them guys go from sounding like baby Chris Berman's to, you know, uh, a battle royal between, you know, CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News all rolled up in one, plus, um, what's your boy's name on HBO? Uh, Fuck. BMR. BMR rolled up in one, you know, Mm -hmm. so, so, so that, that, those type of attributes, is what made the Talk to Q show so much different than than a lot of other shows. See, a lot of people got like the the background, and don't get me wrong, Q was an educated man. This dude got a degree and all that shit, but I don't think it was in marketing. I don't think. But you know, nah. you got uh, communications or something like that. You got some people with all them kind of background, but they don't know how to put their shit together because one thing that Q got in common that Sam Walton had was he understand the value of people. See what I'm saying? So, you know, when Sears and Montgomery Wall was the top of the food chain, then he was just like, hey, just greet people at the door. You know, speak to people leaving. And after a while, that shit started making a difference. So he started investing in, in us. And after a while, it got to a point where it's just like, well, fuck, I don't give a shit. Now, he ain't said this. Now, I ain't putting this in his mouth. But I'm just my words. Like, I don't give a damn who called in or not. These people are always calling in. And everybody has such a round table of views 
it, and Lord knows when we have multiple females on here, it's like, what's the point of calling in? Because pretty much, you know, other than what I might say, pretty much something's going to be said that somebody that's listening is thinking or halfway thinking about. So, man, that's the that's that's as good as it gets when it comes to some type of social uh, uh, communication, you know what I'm saying? So, so I think that was always a good thing, man. And then, you know, one of my favorite parts of it is the is the entrepreneurship spirit that the show created. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you did anything, and I mean anything, uh, without even asking or requesting, I mean, if he bring you on as a guest, he going to like, well, tell everybody where they can find you. Or, 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 or if he hear you talk about what you're doing, tell everybody what you got. Then he'll put it on. You know, he'll post it on his on his site and let you find the links to it and all that stuff like that. Now, a lot of people take that shit for granted, but that stuff is not free almost nowhere. So, I mean, that shit ain't even free in a foreign country. So, you know it ain't you know it ain't free over here. So, I I, I love that. I love the 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 uh, the way the the it was it was no tripping on sharing information and uh, I know I used to. Hit them up with emails or texts and be like, "Hey man, uh, that guest that was on last night, ask them can I uh, 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 adopt something off they they blog and do this?" And they're like, and then he'll say what I say, and they're like, "Sure." And next thing you know, you know, my little newsletter I had had like you know different excerpts from different people, and I know one time I had some book had in there, uh, some poem he wrote. It was pretty cool. I think it was about Michael Jackson. Something I can't remember. You remember book? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Yep. And then with Crystal, I, I had so much stuff from her. And then, like I say, then, you know, through Q, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know, he allowed Crystal to do her some of her stuff with some of his guests. And like I say, and through that, hey, the world was introduced to a pimp, literally. You know what I'm saying? That that uh, pimp's perspective was a motherfucker, man. So, you know what I'm saying? All that shit just, so it was like a lot of shit got fulfilled, man. You know what I'm saying? Without even want, you know. Without even thinking about it, be like, man, this is some real shit, man. Like, damn, you know. And um, so, the the expressions and and stuff people known for, you know, uh, the the segments, the way people come in on, uh, some of these different guests. I mean, it can just go on and on and on and on and on. But um, you know, I'm not gonna talk this much without getting down to the to the platform that, that really, 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 really put the stamp on what people remember about Eminem. And that's Bill 1313. It's the ultimate filter. It's the ultimate filter. It's the ultimate determination to bring total ratification and justification to all relationships, social ills, and last but not least, economics. You know what I'm saying? If, if you fully... 100% legalized prostitution, call your congressman, call your senator, call your representative, your alderman, your board, your mayor, superintendent of public schools, as long as they, you know, 12th grade and older, <laughs> and tell them to <laughs> legalize this shit. If it was legalized, the coach of Mississippi State baseball would have his job as we speak, you know. But it's not. What do we get so. for ten dollars? Everything you want. Everything. Everything. Oh. <laughs> 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 
I had to give you old school too loud. Oh, I had to give man. you an extra twenty. I had to give you an extra twenty seconds. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, hey, and don't and and one person you forgot that kind of chimed in uh, here and there and stuff and actually calls time to time is Carmen. Oh, absolutely. I was gonna get to some of those. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Absolutely. My bad. My bad. Yeah. All right. Well, man, I appreciate it. And Eminem, you know, man, you used to carry the show before everybody else got on. It was just be me and you for 30, 45 minutes. I throw the questions out and you talked and uh, we had a good time. And before we know it, here comes Ray, here comes Buck, Amanda, Crystal, and things just kind of took off from there, man. So I appreciate you being the foundation of the show, which is why you're the first person everyone hears when the show starts. But the what up to you, what up radio world. And and, 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 and one more question I got for you, man, because I got to feed my ego. Exactly how many shows have I been on, or do you have that yet? I have no idea. I have between, I know, I'm guessing you, Ray, and Buck, out of the 765 shows, I'm guessing you all have appeared in at least 600 of them, 600 and some change, somewhere between six and 700, but I have no idea how many. I have no idea. So. But, all right, so... uh I want to go ahead and try to wrap some things up. You have to bear with me because I got people to thank, and I, I know I can't get to everyone, but I'll definitely try to do my best. And if there is a name that's been overlooked, I apologize. Don't think that you don't mean as much to the show um, just because you may have been overlooked or something. But, I mean, definitely my, my, my show legends um, and, and Eminem, Buck, Ray, Crystal, Amanda, uh, Lady T, Amy, Robin and Erica, uh, Mashevia and Archie from Virgin Islands, A Man True Speech, Batman, uh, Mary LaBelle, and the doctor himself, Bobby Willis. Uh, so definitely want to thank all of you for your contributions to the show. And what made them different than the others is that, you know, consistency, contributions, and that's what made them show legends as opposed to just regular callers. So um, they are what made the show go, and I definitely appreciate everything that you all have, have, have done. Um, a ton of guests have come through. Um, I know we've mentioned, like, Harriet Thugman. That was back um, show number 90 in 2012, and she came on to talk about um, – um, homophobia, the influx of studs in the gay community, gay rights versus civil rights, and that was probably the most active the chat room has ever been. Uh, there were a ton of callers, people listening in. Twitter went crazy. Uh, 300 and change in the chat room. It was a really big show. She had a huge following. Uh, and let's see who else. Uh, Maya Hayes, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, was on the show. Alexis K. Tyler, YouTube sensation, Vagina Power. Um, every now and then I do shows um, like during Black History Month to talk about what we can do to improve the black communities. And I'd have people on for guests. I had Roderick Upshaw, fellow Mississippian. Um, D. Wright would contribute. My man Jay Mayo up there in Detroit would contribute as well. I uh, had Mark John Jeffries on the show. He was in Monsters, Inc., Spider-Man, and he was a Notorious. 
Uh, I also had a role in Power. Um, Ms. Jen Generic, the American from Sweden, Sweden, excuse me. Actor Keith Robinson and singer, one of Crystal's favorites. Um, the last thing I saw him in, he was uh, Tupac's manager in the um, All Eyes on Me movie. I can't remember his character's name. Um, I can't remember, but he was the manager for Tupac, the guy that played Tupac in the All Eyes on Me movie. So he's doing well in acting. Uh, Mama Joyce from The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Of course, Eminem mentioned Bethany Benz, the half Nigerian, half Russian porn star. Uh, Miss Manhood. You know, Miss Manhood used to bring her girls on and we'll have a discussion about different things. Uh, Sweater Patel, a motivational speaker who's doing very well from what I can see on Instagram. So shouts out to her. Um, April Wright up in Vegas. Oh, my goodness. I can go. There's so many people. We got some people on Twitter. Mr. Grimes, I used to interview him, spoken word artist out of London. Uh, he shouted out on Twitter, said respect for having me as a guest on your show. Your interviews felt like discussions, which is why your show was so awesome. Court Nichelle, time there for Tallahassee, said it was an honor to be a guest. Uh, one of Eminem's favorite, my man, Dr. Herman SJR. Said, thank you, Q, for having me on your extremely entertaining and thought-provoking show. I truly hope you will return soon and give us all more of your wonderful character, guests, opinions, and topics, my friend. So shout out to Dr. Herman SJR up there in Chicago. Um, so let's see. Hey, and so what am I? No, I was saying I was waiting to see if you stopped because I had a few to throw out there. Oh, no, I'm still I going. Heard you. I'm still going. Um, yeah, I know. I ain't saying that yet. <laughs> uh, Sorrentos Malosia for always debuting his music and being a sponsor. PJ Extra on Twitter. Uh, Mr. Purplant of the JP Design Theory in Orlando. Uh, Dre in Tampa, who came over from the Crystal Show to chime in now and then. The Spices of Life, y'all remember them? The Boss Lady, oh, Big Daddy wow. Ears, Dr. Fab. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Merriweather out there in Dallas used to hit hard on Twitter. Uh, so Lenny like um, tour out of uh, Michigan was always a favorite in some of the early shows. Her and Thundercat were the first two people I ever interviewed. Uh, Latoya Denise in Africa, Thailand, or wherever she lives now. She's all over the world. Uh, my man Rogue Wand of Twitter, formerly known as Buster Americana, to have a show on uh, Blog Talk. Uh, Amy's daughter, Shaughnessy Lewis, was probably the youngest person to ever call into the show. She was like 15, I believe. Uh, actor Real Will yeah. Roberts. Uh, those who are still trying to free the IRP6. Uh, Sam Thurman was one of them. Lady Rowe on Twitter, Marika Dye in Georgia, Deborah Cooper in Cali, Sapphire Enterprise on Twitter, the Greek Empress out of Toronto. I got to meet her when I was in Toronto three years ago. My man, Bernard Moore of MMS Management. Uh, Brandy J. Flynn, um, consultant to the stars in Memphis. Miss Vanity Strokes in Toronto. Got to meet her as well. Charles O'Keefe, author of The Newfoundland Vampire up there in Canada. Jay Scully, Sierra Payton of New Orleans, Rex in Texas. Zandra Hughes and all of the six brown chicks. Uh, man, I can go on. Bell Unplugged in Philly. 
um, and Melanie Anderson and Callie. They were the two young ladies who came on who were talking about how hard it is to get married before 30. Um, I think both of them are 30 now, still not married. Uh, LaShuntrice, a.k.a. Mrs. Star Status. Tinsley B. Tinsley B., I believe out of Baltimore, um, actually put me um, one of my quotes in her book. Uh, She wrote a book, and and actually uh, something that I'm proud of, I think I'm in three books um, that all came from people who were on the show. So I'm kind of proud of that. Uh, Angie Jordan, a.k.a. The Maneater. She's in Jersey now from Louisiana. Ty, the single sexy mommy. Uh, Brad Pruce, Violet Ivy, the uh, yeah, I remember her. <laughs> who uh, said that me and Eminem ever came to Australia, we had a place to stay. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Boston single girl Asha Davis from uh, the Unwritten Rules YouTube series, Tony Russell out of New Orleans is, uh, I believe she's an agent. But Tony has always been very supportive on Twitter. I mean, she would retweet my links. She would um, just contribute in so many ways on social media to help the show. So a big shout out to Tony for um, everything that, that she did. And Dr. Erin Anderson, um, Island Easer, singer out of Australia. She kind of helped get my Australia fan base going. HD Spivey, author Erin Tillman, the dating advice girl. Man, I, I still have, have plenty of more people. Um, I'll try to run to them through them because, like I said, I don't want to forget anyone. Uh, Tiffany Mayberry and Charlie Penn Watkins, uh, Jaha Knight, Celie uh, Marie Dean, who's married now and living in Paris, I think. Uh, Sierra L. out of Atlanta, who worked with children. And, man, I enjoyed her so much. She was one of my favorite guests. And, um, and I know she still keeps up with the show through the newsletter. So shouts out to Sierra L. My girl, Tap Tap Tapper, who uh, ran the tweet chat for me on Twitter one time. Um, to Lisa, the goddess intellect. Nate Jones, uh, Cherry Johnson, Jenny Rariza, Dr. Gilbert out of Georgia. Always contributed a lot. Um, a lot of folks that know her and I used to date in college. Uh, Lisa J. Davis. Uh, Miss Vixen, Alina Madison, Latasha Lee, who came on the air. Y'all remember Latasha Lee? I interviewed her. Yeah. She was supposed to be yeah. Kill O'Neill's mistress. Mm-hmm. And she came on the air and apologized to Shawnee O'Neill. Um, let's see. Tennessee Rich, a.k.a. Daddy Rich. Uh, Kiara Mazuko of the Indie Chicks. Uh, I was in the Indie Chicks magazine. Uh, Lauren Dahl, Vinny C out of the Virgin Islands. Uh, the Sports Junkie, Coach Steph in Houston. Ben Diane, the Haitian hottie. Uh, Michael Ransom, former co-workers to call in. Sour You Blue, uh, James the Crazy One, Rich Young, the Wreck Monster, East Coast Aaron, Jill Smo, Sonia Wallen of Logalot, Truth Devour, uh, and, and last but not least, Virginia Princess. Virginia Princess, I mean, if you're still out there, I, I mean, I will start up a show just for you if you can come back and explain what in the world happened that night when, when Ray right. and Eminem had to drop a, a, a verbal suplex on you. 
Uh, it just got out of hand. But uh, Virginia Press, is, if you're if you're still out there, please call me. And the show just, to me, I mean, you I got I, my favorite been, one, Q. And who's that? Who did I leave out? Miss Milani Billis. Oh, absolutely! I thought for sure I had her on my list. Milani Billis, for sure. Time. For sure, one of the, the the show favorites. I thanked her on Twitter, but she was definitely one of the show favorites. Always just sweet and positive as they they come. Um, if they had positivity in the Smithsonian, Smithsonian, they have her face on it for sure. And so, I mean, the show itself over the course of seven years, you know, a lot happened. Um, when the, at the time I started the show in two thousand and eleven. Um, I had I was married at the time. I had been married for nine years, and and probably let's see, in a year and a little less than two years, things just took a change for the worse. My wife already had breast cancer; uh, she got diagnosed in 2003, and things took a change for the worse, and she ended up passing away of November 2012. And it seems like you know it was still recent, but it was you know, over five years ago. And the show allowed me to to keep going. The show allowed me to, I guess, try to stay in routine as best as I could, even though she was gone. And so I definitely appreciate you all hanging in there with me, being patient. There were times I had to cancel the show because we were going to the hospital. And um, during that, that, that time that was very trying, um, I had the show to kind of lean on and express myself and not dwell in what was going on, you know, because it was a very painful time. I mean, she spent her last 30 days in the hospital and watching someone fade away is very hard. And this was, this was five months after I lost my mom because I lost my mom in June of 2012. So all this happened within a five month period. And so it's very difficult. And it's one of the reasons why I never get necessarily stressed or heated or upset because to me having someone that you love and you can't save is frustration. That's the epitome of frustration. So if someone, you know, doesn't do something that I you know, does something that I don't like or, you know, forgets to put fries in my bag at McDonald's or something like that, I don't trip because I know what real stress is, you know, when you can't save someone. So that's a, definitely a perspective I want to leave on all of you. You know, save your stress for real problems, for things that you can't, you know, really control or things that really can be a life changer and alter the way that you see things. And leave this petty stuff alone. Don't get mad over this petty stuff. Don't get mad and blow up on Facebook over something you ain't got to comment on anyway. You know, there's a scroll button for a reason. So try to keep that in perspective. Um, I was on the air when President Obama announced that Bin Laden was dead. So that happened just as my show started uh, one night. So that was kind of like my little piece of history as far as that is concerned. I was going on the air and um, got to talk about it on the show that Bin Laden was shot in the face, essentially. And, I mean, the show has meant so much to me. I started off with a blog over at thankyou.me, and the blog wasn't enough. I had... Um, sports. I mean, I had a sports writer on my bucket list when I was a kid, 
and I ended up doing a little sports writing in 1999 and 2000. I wrote for the Clarion Ledger, covered high school basketball, covered minor league hockey, and did a little little thing there. So I scratched that off the list. And um, I was a big Jim Rome fan, uh, for those who used to listen to him on sports radio. And that made me want to get into talk radio myself. So found Blog Talk Radio, set up an account, and here we are, you know, 700 and change episodes later, seven years later. So I will scratch that off the list and look for the next item um, to go on my bucket list, I guess, and see if I can accomplish that. But, you know, we'll go ahead and wrap things up and just let you all know, again, um, you all are the real stars of the show, the the callers, the show legends. You all make what the show is, and I got to give you a round of applause. Because the show would not be what it is if it were not for you. I started off, the show was entitled The Thank You Show because I wanted it to be about me. I wanted to be the smart guy and do all the talking. And then I realized that, hey, you know, other people have things to say that have some interesting perspectives. And after about 10 or 11 episodes, I changed the name to the Talk to Q radio show because I wanted to hear what you had to say and not the other way around. And things took out off from there, and it evolved, and it turned into so many different things. And I've made so many friends over the years. Um, you know, I still hope to meet Crystal someday and uh, see her in person and give her a real hug rather than a virtual hug. Because Crystal was there for me, you know, a lot when I was going through some things back in 2012, you know, with my, my mom and my wife. And even after that with failed relationships when I tried to get back out there in the dating game, you know, she was there for me. And, of course, Ray and Buck and Eminem always gave me that outlet to be able to talk sports. Um, Wednesday night just became boys night out, you know. And we did our thing. The young brothers were always great when they came on, Brian and Kevin. And they contributed guests to the show as well, so that was always cool. Um, and just a piece of history for everybody, Zone Coverage used to start after the Talk to Q show went off. And Q would say, for those who want to stick around, you know, I just had to throw that yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It used to be all one show, split in half. And um, yep. then I remember, I think it was 2014, Derek from the Green Chip and I collaborated on the NFL draft and we started that. the draft on his show and finished it on my show. We were on I was on the air for like between me and him like five, six hours. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That was all covering it, the, every that was yeah. yeah. So you know, I had a little marathon show there and I mean that was just a lot of fun. We always had a good time, but in the end, you know, m- we try to make sure no one's feelings were hurt. We try to make sure that we respected one another. I usually try to referee whenever people start calling each other names, you know, like Virginia Preston, she got out of line. And, uh, you know, try to keep it where people can understand the other person's point. I had to use that mute button every now and then to allow a person to get their point out. Because the beauty of the show is, regardless if you were an idiot or not, you got to make your point. You got to make your point. And we had prank callers and things of that nature. That was always funny because you know you made it when you start getting prank callers. And uh, so that would happen every now and then. But, again, you know, so many things came from the show. 
I remember, I think Milani Billups and True Speech went on to do a podcast. Um, Mary LaBelle and Susie the Single Dating Diva went on to do a podcast. Um, I always try to help True Speech with the promotion of his music. Him and 313 Fresh are still doing their thing um, in the Michigan area, Canada, and the East Coast doing their music. And uh, Crystal went to YouTube and then her and Eminem came up with this From beauty. a pimp's perspective, featuring Eminem, <laughs> make sure you're tuning in live exclusively yes, on The Crystal Show. What up, Chris? What up, Radio World? It's your boy, Eminem, a.k.a. My Mind. Yeah, money maker, the whole breaker. Yeah, mister, she get laid, I get paid, motherfucker. You know, I'm the face that's never sad. Sweetie, I'm the dad you never hate. When times are rough and things are tough, sugar don't think too hard. There's always mother makers, Chris. So sit back and listen to my directive as I give you this real shit from a pimp perspective. Mm, give it to me, Daddy. <laughs> oh, man. And, you know, and that whole thing was, you know, something that Crystal and Eminem collaborated on. And if you haven't checked out those those that that show on YouTube, you're doing yourself a disservice. I mean, it is YouTube gold. And I am so jealous that I didn't think of it first. But <laughs> <laughs> the pimp's perspective was amazing. And I mean, that's just, uh, again, another one of the things that came from the show. Uh, people getting together and networking, and supporting one another. And that's what it's supposed to be about. Some of my biggest supporters are people that I've never met in person. Um, so, I mean, I just think all of that is great. And I'll go ahead and wrap things up because I'm you know, on Wendy. Yeah. Um, something that y'all might not know, that Julie's a topless from um, the Indie Chicks. She yeah. did a feature on um, one of my tattoos. In the uh, um, Indie Chicks magazine, did, right? Uh-huh. She did a feature on one of my tattoos in the Indie Chicks magazine, and and um, and, and I kind of told my story of, of, of the, the tattoo and why I got it and what it means to me and why it was put where it was put, and this is on my forearm. And, uh, you know, so... Um, that's that's another little thing that that everybody might not know about that that came from the show. I was really excited to do that. Okay, and that's pretty cool. And the Indie Chicks was a you know a mainstream magazine. You can get it like at Books a Million and Barnes and Nobles and anywhere else. And they did their thing, had a nice little run. It just recently ended, but Kiara Mazuko did her thing. All right. Hey, what, what was, uh, did, did you shout out to Lawson, Idaho? I I I, I couldn't quite oh, remember. Oh man, no, I didn't. Lawson, Idaho, was a blogger who uh, used to come on. And I can't remember his chat room name. It was something crazy. Something might have been something surrounding potatoes. But uh, Lawson blogger, I mean Lawson uh, blogger, Lawson, <laughs> Idaho, was a blogger. Um, he had two kids in California that his ex-wife had custody of. He used to talk about how he missed his kids real badly and everything. 
he ended up getting a job in California and he was able to be close to his kids. He got um, remarried. And I think he had another kid. And so, um, you know, we keep up with each other on Instagram and he's still doing his thing, doing a little travel now and then. So it's kind of cool that um, things worked out well for him. But a lot of bloggers contributed to the show and um, end up, you know, radio radio guest, I guess, so to speak. Hey, did you shout out Fred? Because he was one of my favorite. Uh, uh, Fred was in what, Cali? Yeah, he was in Cali. There was Stan, there was Stanley. I think Stanley was in Montreal. You had Mr. Solution and Pianchi in St. Louis. Uh, they yeah. were great callers. Uh, man, uh, we had a bunch of people who just called in now and then. Salahuddin up yeah. in New York City. Uh, my goodness, who am I? And what was the older man? The older man. Uh, he was like in his sixties or something. Yeah, he was the oldest caller, and he was out of Virginia, and I cannot think of his name, but he talked about the, some of the conspiracies in the White House. Yeah. And um, M. Dottie, um, let's see, Veronica, the life coach. Oh, I can't believe I forgot Shantae, uh, the dating coach. Shantae, the, the yeah. dating coach, who got married last November. Uh so she she's still doing her thing up in Toronto. I got to meet her and her now husband when I was there, and they they took me around and hung out with them and took me to this um bar in a in a Caribbean district and got to hang out with some uh, Native Islanders and stuff, and that was kind of cool. And uh, Momo B, I don't know if you remember Momo B from back in the day, Eminem, and my man uh, Israel. Carrasco, he was a comedian out of yeah. Cali. And and, and um, then um it was the um who who was the, the, the Puerto Rican chicks that had like the little show? Yeah, uh, Lisa came That on was the show. it was Momo B and somebody else. I can't remember who her co host was. Yeah. But it was Momo B and someone else. And Crystal, do you remember Miss Bone Bone? Oh, oh I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still on? Um, yeah, I think she was on one show I heard. Boom, boom, pow, pow. Yeah. Miss Boom, yeah, boom, boom, pow, pow. Like quite a bit for a minute. And she just yep. dropped off. Yeah. Uh, she even came on zone coverage uh, and, and. Yep. 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 My time. man, Ryan Selfish Phillips. Uh, let's see. And then Lisa, Lisa Amy came on. Jules. Yeah, Lisa Lisa. Huh? That's right. That was another big name. Lisa Lisa came on. And uh and, and, uh, and her fr- Yeah, we did talk to Lisa Lisa of Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam. Uh yeah. actually there's so many. There's so many. Jaha Knight. And and it's funny when I think back to like when the show first started, a lot of my people you can tell the the like I'm of course I'm not judging. But the level of education was a little different when the show first started. Um, and to some of the names, like Big Wood, uh, Willie Ace, Two Tone, those were some of the people who called in. Yeah. You know, back in the day. And, and when people started using some, you know, real names, I guess it kind of changed a little bit. Dude, his name was Nightfall, and I know you remember Clean Classy. Yeah. And uh, yeah. 
Okay. Can't forget Joe Neckbone. Joe Neckbone Joe used to call Neckbone. in okay. back in the day. Yeah. Dylan D. <laughs> Man, so many, so many. And we had Rosanna and Gio. They called in. They were immigrants. Uh, from one was from Guatemala. I can't remember what other one was from. We talked about immigration back right. way before Trump. So, right, it was yeah. so many people. Yeah. I can't get to them all. And if you ever want to hear any of those people, well, you have 764 other episodes in which to go back and take a listen to. You can find the Talk to Q radio show on iTunes, um, Spreaker, TuneIn, Podcast Alley. There's so many places. Anywhere a podcast can be found, you can probably find us. Just Google T2Q um, in order to do that. And, you know, like I said, sign up for the email newsletter, and that way you'll be able to know when a podcast is going to drop. Or maybe I'll send something out to see if anyone wants to participate in a podcast to discuss whatever topic that, you know, I may have on my mind at that time. So please sign up for the email newsletter if you haven't already. com, and that way you can keep up with random show droppings. Again, my thanks to all of you. You all have been amazing. Thanks to all the listeners out there. You've been listening to the last live Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. Peace out. I love you all. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy, and this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. This is a show that people supposed to get their opinion and what they think.
That's a wrap.